This is the BSN Denver Buffs Podcast. Powered by the BSN Denver Podcast. Your hosts, Ryan Konigsberg, Jake Shapiro, and Ali Monroy. Welcome into the BSN Buffs podcast, coming to you from the Blake Street Tavern. As always, the home to the BSN Buffs podcast uh, out here on the corner of Park and Blake Street. You know where you should be going to uh, check out? Well, I'll be going here. Uh, before I go to work on opening day, uh, you know, obviously I cover the Rockies. Is Life Flower? Is this a Life Flower read? <laughs> no, this is a Blake Street Tower <laughs> Oh, okay, read. okay. I will be stopping off here. Ryan, last year, me and you, uh, I went to my first opening day. I was as a fan. Don't remember. Uh, nice. Thanks to the Blake Street Tower, and I have a hard time remembering <laughs> as well. But uh, this is the place, man. They've got their entire So you guys went credentialed or just as fans? Hell no. Just fans. <laughs> this year I'll remember Just it. curious. We really weren't even fans because I watched about eight seconds of baseball. I really got the full, like, Denverite party deck experience. Yeah, we stood on the party deck and, like, did not watch the game at all. I, I was trying to watch the game, and I was just like, it's not going to happen. So I just was like, I wasn't even going to be, like, the guy that's like, I go to watch the game. I was just like, we're living. I remember I, like, sometimes We're after living. a few libations, I'll just make up, like, really bad sports takes and just oh stick God. to them so hard. And oh, I, told Jake, I told Jake that uh, hockey wasn't a sport because it doesn't use a ball. And only sport, all sport, all real sports use balls. Jesus, so this is, Ryan. like, the inside joke that Ryan and I have had for months is a puck a ball. It, because it started that day where we're trying to figure out if hockey was a sport or not because it doesn't have... Because we don't know if a ball – because his whole thing was a ball has to be a sphere. So I said a football's not a sphere then. Yeah. No, so no, no, It just has to be uh, called a ball. And that's why I said, like, it has to be um, – they'd have to change the name to puck ball for me to consider it a sport. Oh so this is where that God. joke came from. Uh, all great jokes start at the Blake Street Tavern right here in the corner of Blake and Park. Obviously, all of our great memes and jokes start here. Uh, or really bad ones, depending on uh, I say really bad ones. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, folks. Believe it or not. But, yeah, this is the place to come for uh, opening day. So if you're coming down to the ballpark for opening day, come stop by here first. Uh, anyways, Jake Shapiro alongside Ryan Koningsberg and Allie Monroy for this edition of the BSN Buffs podcast. And it is the first, the first summer podcast where – Even though it's cold and rainy. Yeah. It's actually 50 and raining. It's miserable. We're recording this on Tuesday night. But uh, – Summer podcasts are back. The greatest podcast ever. All of the best BSN Buffs podcasts have happened when nothing, uh, when we've had nothing to talk about. But Think today, we about all the will takes. Y- yeah, that's that's <laughs> the thing. The issue is today we actually have some things to talk about. Oh, so. I'm a little nervous for the summer podcast. I really like. We already go off the rails so much. I can't imagine just full podcasts. Just like how we just started the podcast talking about Rockies opening day. And if a ball is a puck, <laughs> we've already covered lots of ground here. Yeah. Ugh, God. Uh, anyways, we got to start today with the USA Today article released. Uh, caught this over on All Buffs, uh, which basically Afalabe Laguda with the with the quote here. 
Honestly, I believe we can win every game on the schedule if we come with the right attitude, the right mentality, stay disciplined, fly around, and play Colorado football. Every game is a win. You can call it cocky. People say people can call us crazy. But I see us going undefeated until somebody proves me otherwise. Let's start there. Do you either of you have a problem with the quote from the captain on uh, the secondary there? Honestly, it's crazy. They don't even have, um, like, there's so many polls out there, so many statistics, all of that stuff going around. They don't even have, like, USC, Washington, all these big schools that obviously did well last year um, going undefeated. Like, they're going to lose a few games, especially starting out. I'm not saying they're going to lose against Colorado State or who did, who else do they? North Texas, Texas State. North Texas. North there we Texas go. It wasn't Idaho State. Do they play State. both? Uh, no, they only play one. Um, but I just really – feel like they're going to get caught up, and I just think they're going to lose a few games. Not saying they're going to lose their whole season, but I just think it's really hard for them to go come out and say they're going to go undefeated after losing their um, defensive coordinator and so many seniors. Northern I, Colorado uh, and North, Northern Colorado and Texas State. Yes. That's that, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. They do have two throwaway games, though. Uh, well, three. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I agree 100% with Allie in the sense that they're go- they're not going undefeated. They just aren't. And I think anyone listening to this podcast is completely on board with that sentiment. With that being said, if, if Avalabe Laguda comes out before last season and says they're going undefeated, I would have just been annoyed. I would have been like, shut up. You guys suck. Don't come at me with this BS. But they have proved enough that they're in that echelon of teams who can say – we're going to go undefeated. We're good enough. We have the talent. Like, when you, have, when you win 10 games, you can tell me you're going to win 12, and I'll listen. But I'm curious, honestly, to say that they have the talent because they had the talent last year, and, and the quote, he continues to say, we didn't do anything. Like, we didn't make it to – or we didn't win a bowl game, and we didn't win the Pac-12 championship. What's the rest of the quote? His quote, uh, that's the motivation, Afalabe Laguda said. We really don't have – we didn't really achieve anything. We didn't get a bowl victory. We didn't win a Pac-12 championship. So what's the achievement? You can go to the dance, but what does that mean if you're not dancing? Like, obviously they did achieve things, but if we got to talk about this whole not dancing at the dance <laughs> thing at an, on another. We'll, we'll get to one second. We got to. Anyways, um, if they just weren't able to do what they wanted to do last year with the team that they had, with the seniors that they had, I don't believe that they're going to be able to go undefeated and do even more this year. No like, that's ridiculous to me. Go ahead, Jay. To, to me, what this is is the same thing that we heard two years ago. The Buffs are going to win the Pac-12 championship. Last year it was the Buffs are going to go to the Rose Bowl. And this is what they set their barometer as, as a preseason goal. They go, we're going to do this thing. We're going to do this outlandish thing. No one really thinks we're going to do it. You know what? Last year they came damn near close to doing the thing everyone said they might do. Or undefeated, that, though. Right. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. I'm just saying if your starting defensive back, your star leader there in the secondary comes out and says, yeah, we're going to take it day by day. We're going to win every game, whatever. Nah, fuck that. We're going to win every single game. We're going to win every game. We're going to pound everyone. We're going to go undefeated. That's the attitude I want from my guys. Exactly. So oh, I understand that. And that's, and, why and that's fine. That's why I'm completely – okay with Avala Laguda saying that. Maybe I would want a better player to say that, but that's a totally different <laughs> That's discussion. what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, Full out of all people to be saying that. So You would have wanted Cheeto or Tedrick to be saying that last year. Right. I mean, this year maybe you want Shea Field saying it, or whatever it is. Philip Lindsay. The thing is, they're at that point now where they're a respected team, and 
they can say they're going undefeated because, hey, everything goes their way, kind of like it did last year, then maybe they could. I mean, it's not going to happen, and I think we're all in agreement there. But I'm totally okay with them saying that because you have to set goals and you have to chase those goals. And if you don't set your goals high enough, you're never going to reach them. I agree. I think the motivation for them, this is great. I think they should try and go undefeated like they want, especially after all the loss they've had. I think that's a great goal to have, but I just think it's a little bit ridiculous. But I'm not annoyed by it. I'm happy that they said it, but. No, it's. I think we're all kind of in agreement here. I will say this. I talked to a source in the program recently who was willing to admit the fact that this is kind of going to be a bridge year for the Buffs. They think that the year after this year is the year that they maybe even take a step up past where they were last year. I can see that. Um, This is the year where they're trying to keep the momentum. And people that are tied into the program, of course not the guys who are going to strap those jerseys on on Saturday because those guys have to be thinking in the now. The people that are looking at the big picture for this program – I think understand that this has a chance to be a kind of a a, a year a step back from a last year, and that's okay team. as long as it's not two steps back. I, I've got two takes on this. One, it's one of the hardest things to do in sports is to go from being the underdog to being a team that peop, that you have a target on your back. The Buffs won the Pac-12 South last year. They have a target on their back. Every team in the Pac-12 South is going to be up is going to come out hungry to play the Buffs. USC is embarrassed. CU won the Pac-12 South over USC. They're embarrassed. They have something to prove. Right. It's And even though the Buffs didn't beat USC last year. So that is a hard jump to do is to go from the team everyone is like, okay, we can beat this guy to the team everyone's chasing. The second take here is that the attitude within this locker room. I love this from Afalabe Laguda, like I said a little bit earlier, but not only because in a typical vacuum sense. I like this because I've been saying this since – Right after the Utah game, the Buffs have lacked that attitude, that hunger that made 2016 so special. This is kind of the inklings of that, uh, of that hunger. They need that back. And I was describing this to one of our friends, a friend of the program the other day, um, when Colorado just doesn't have that attitude to me this year. They haven't had it. But the guys that do have that attitude were the guys that felt like they were left out on the rise a little bit. The Juwan Winfreys, the mm-hmm. Steven Montezes the Afolabe Lagudas, because Afolabe Laguda felt like he should have played more last year or at least been known as a better player. Because you know what? There was a fourth guy in that secondary last year, all season, to Tedrick Thompson, Chido Beowuzier, yeah. and Akela Witherspoon. And it was Afolabe Laguda. And nobody talked about Afolabe Laguda. So there are people on this team that still have that hunger that made up last year, but it's not a team-wide attitude, in my opinion. I agree. I just don't want that hunger to turn into over cockiness that is just going to tear them down. Okay, one other take from this. Ryan, dancing, but you go to the dance and you don't <laughs> dance. I mean, that's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with going to the dance and not dancing. Why Post are you up at on the, the wall, dance? look fresh, got your suit on. You don't need to dance to be at the dance. Now you all know what Ryan did at prom and homecoming and all of those in high school. <laughs> uh, I might have had a, a little, I might have had a vessel. In my coat that I was enjoying on the side. <laughs> uh, same. Exactly. No, dancing is the best part, guys. I was too nervous. <laughs> <laughs> dancing I, is my the date, best part. Maybe this is why my date left me at every single dance I went to. My date left me as a good <laughs> high school brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, we've got uh, 
uh, quick one here. Closed door regions meeting about the Joe Tumpkin situation. Obviously, we don't really know more about that, but that's on the news docket for today. Uh, if anyone has an opinion on that, speak now. If not, we'll go to the next thing. There was a meeting. There was a meeting. Okay. We don't know anything about um, it. I know the door was closed. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a CU spring game. This is a topic on all buffs. Uh, been reading all buffs a ton lately. Uh, try to keep up with fans over the summer and whatnot, but uh, how can CU enhance the spring game experience? Uh, we all complained about the spring game last week, so why don't we actually try to make this helpful and improve the spring game experience? But and I'd rather just whine. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. <laughs> we can make it worse so we could whine more. It's true. But, like, I've even talked to some of the biggest Buffs fans I know about this, and they're like, yeah, I was on campus last Saturday, and I didn't even go to the spring game because it wasn't worth it. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Um, but, you know, I, I think we need more Tim Lineot playing wide receiver and Javier Edwards playing DB. Like, if they're not going to take this game seriously and show the fans anything, like, they never will, just make it, make it just a gong show. Just make it, like, just the stupidest football contest in the world. There's a problem with that, and uh, I, I love the idea. I would watch that. I would watch, I would watch it if they were like, okay, um, like, Javier Edwards is playing quarterback and like injuries all sort of things injuries exactly there's injuries and i'm sure mike mcintyre even when they were doing that little drill where like javier javier edwards was playing defensive back is just holding his breath because all like he wants the kids to have fun but in his head he's just like oh my god if someone tears an acl right now like i won't be able to sleep for the next year so that's in the end the coaches are always afraid of doing something. Like, look, if they're having a regular practice and someone pops an ACL, it's just uh, part of part of you know doing business. If you're doing something fun, you're trying to be creative. Then that's when you get in trouble, and that's when people question you, and that's when it turns out to be a bad situation. So, to me, spicing this up has less to do maybe with what they're doing on the field, and more to do what's going on outside. Maybe you do like a big tailgate out on Franklin Field that everyone can come to. Maybe it's a concert. Maybe it's, you know, some sort of competition. Do something outside of the game and make the game almost the second, the, the game, I'm using quotes, the secondary attraction to what's going on outside or in the stadium. I love it, because, and this is why I love it. Because when I grew up in Boulder, I wasn't as big of a Buffs follower as you, Ryan. I was more of a... I'll do the things the community are doing. So if the Buffs playing on a Friday in the fall, I mean a Saturday in the fall, I'll, I'll go out to that. But if the Buffs are having a spring game, I wouldn't go out to that because it wasn't a community event. The one year I almost went to the spring game, uh, and I'll, I'll explain the situation. The County Crows were playing a concert at Folsom Field the night of the spring game, and it, they tried to make it like an all-day event. You could go on the field during the day, like, you know, hang out and just have a barbecue, all that stuff. They had to cancel the concert because it was an NCA violation because you couldn't have, like, an NCA thing the same day as a con. Whatever. It's a classic NCA. But my point is being this. Same thing as you were saying. If you make it an event of some kind and try to get everyone out, great. Do it. Like, if you have the garage sale the same day as the spring game. Well, they do every other year. Right. Uh, but I think they skipped that last year because they haven't had that since my sophomore year. The year they released the jerseys was the last year they had it, and it was on the jersey release day. It wasn't true. It should have been a – it should have been, been this year. Right. So th that type of stuff, if you can get people out there, 
if you can say I just realized I've been wearing the same pair of shorts for two years right I've been wearing the same hoodie for, for two <laughs> years yeah uh, if you can get the guys if you can get the families out there if you can pitch the whole on the field thing after and not rush it and make it a little bit more organized and say hey your kid's gonna be able to meet every player on the football team if they want you got to promote that. They don't, they don't promote that. Put some tables down there and have their names on them and have the kids be able to walk down a line and get Stephen Montez's autograph and Shea Fields' autograph and Philip Lindsay's autograph. That kind of stuff is cool. Like, one thing I was telling Allie after this spring game, like, this is the coolest thing ever for the kids. Like, I still have a ball that was signed by all of the, like, 2003 buffs, you know, from when I was 11 years old that I thought was awesome. So. Yeah. But, like, with that being said, this is really cool for the kids, and that's what I was going to make my reference to eggnog. Even if it's not the most exciting thing in the world during Christmas time, everyone still goes and gets eggnog, and everyone God still goes to the spring game. But I what mean, they need to do is yes, add the could, bourbon to the eggnog. Uh, yes, it could be a little more exciting, but... Or in this case, like, juice, because it's kids. No, <sighs> still bourbon. Okay, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Go ahead. Anyways. Yes, they could make the spring game more exciting, but no matter what, people are going to go. I mean, even people that we've well, talked – no, I know people we talked to were like, oh, I hate the spring game, but I ended up going. It's fun to just sit in Folsom, especially for the kids. doesn't matter what they're doing on the field. But if they organize the it, there would be so many more kids out there. I mean, I felt terrible. Right, people, there are There is going to be that contingent of people that will always go. Right. But that contingent is very, very small. I was and interviewing I DMAC while he was signing autographs for kids. I felt terrible. I was like, D- dude, DMAC, sign these autographs. Like, I'm not trying to get in the way of you and, like, the kids interacting. Oh, it's terrible for the right. media. Right. And – He's like, dude, like, it's either now or, like, in 45 minutes because i got to sign all these autographs. I'm like, okay. Like, but, like, that's my point. It's like you got to, like, it's so disorganized that it, it makes it really everyone kind of look bad. Like, and, like, they, they were, there was kids growing up to, like, guys, like, God bless his heart, TJ. But, like, TJ doesn't play. My buddy TJ. And they're like, oh, can we get your autograph and get pictures? You're cool. And, like, they're asking what position he is and, like, if he plays at all. Like, just put a tag next to his position. Just go to TJ Patterson, backup quarterback or whatever. Right. You know, tables like, out there. Right. It's that easy. It's that no, easy. No, I agree. Solution. I definitely think making it more exciting and after and before the game, having more events will be awesome and would really bring a bigger crowd out. But like, at the same time, there's there's going to be a crowd. There might not be that many people. But in all honesty, this is just a thing for the fans. You know, it's not like CU's making any money off of it. It's not like there's ticket sales. It's then not you need like to improve that. the fan experience because right. there I mean, is. The, the pitch to the fan experience is very little. It's, it's almost how, non-existent. Uh, the more I talk about this, I just realize, like, how lazy is it for the athletic department to continue doing it the way they've done it for so long when no one goes? Like, they're just completely okay with the fact that the spring game is an awful product and, like, 2,000 people show up. They're just fine with that, and they're not thinking of any ways to improve that. This year they, like, did a small social media campaign of, like, players saying, like, hey – we loved you guys last year. Like, come support us at the, CU, uh, at the spring game. They need to, sp- like, spend a day. Like, have a meeting and be like, how do we make this better? In this podcast, I feel like we spent more time on how to improve the spring game than they have in the last 10 years. In all honesty, they just need to um, watch some Parks and Rec and follow um, Amy. Leslie Nopes. <laughs> yeah, Leslie Nopes thing. Like, they could honestly get um, local places to advertise and have little tents outside before the game and – just do certain things like that. I agree. They could they just do so much more. Out there. <laughs> Little Sebastian. Sebastian. 
CU marketing is so behind and, and so bad when it comes to these things that, you know, we go to the Dark Horse every single Friday. Ali and I do. It's a little tradition we got going. Do I not and go? Or? You go too, but it's, you, <laughs> you haven't go, go you don't, sometimes. You go only go sometimes. And it's sports mag. <laughs> they didn't, so they had an advertise. they have an advertisement in the bathroom of the Dark Horse where, you know, it was the basketball schedule. They didn't turn it over to the football schedule, which included the spring game, until the day before the spring game. Yeah. And, like, it's just, that's like a prime example and them not changing anything for 10 years, even though they know the product. They just, if you put some thought or just a little bit of money into this thing, it's your only football for nine months. Just put a little bit of effort. I don't know why, like, we have to be the ones that have to constantly complain about how terrible they are at their jobs just so that they can do them. But, like, just... It's, it's your job to just try and promote CU, and you don't do it at all, that's and that's I'm why saying. the fans get frustrated. But that's what I'm saying. For them, they're just doing their job, and doing their job is making it the way it has been because people do show up. It's not like there's literally only one person in the stadium. Obviously, there like could be 60, more. But like 60,000 people show up to watch Alabama's spring game. I know. And I know Alabama's not – Colorado's not Alabama, but I'm saying at least 10,000 people And I know that, but there's some people who are just compliant with what they can do and what they've done for so long. They don't want to think outside of the box. They don't want to think anything. They know they can get at least 2,000 fans out there. Some You're not going to scare anyone away by putting some effort but into it. But also think of it this way. It does need to be more organized if they do want to do it in certain ways because if there were – 15,000 people that come, how many kids, how many people are going to go on that field, how many people are going to be taking up players' times and stuff like that. It needs to be organized if they are going to do something like that. But they don't want to put the effort in, and they'd rather just keep it the way it is, keep it kind of low-key, have people get to be on the field and stuff whenever they want, talk to the players they can, and then after, what's, what time do they start kicking everyone off the field? Just be done with it. Like, they're just fine doing what they can do. They're having a get-together when they could be having a party. <laughs> That's classic. Jackson's Hole is the original sports grill. It opened up in March of 1977 and quickly, quickly <laughs> became the place for watching sports. Almost 40 oh, years wow. later, and Jackson's All-American <laughs> Grill is keeping their reputation alive. There's 65 and 70-inch oh, wow. TVs everywhere. And food? Yeah, the food. It's still amazing. Even after 40 years of sitting out, it's still amazing. <laughs> uh, and there's almost 30 beers on tap, including table taps everywhere that you can control at your own booth. Come down to Jackson's All-American Sports Grill in Greenwood Village off Arapahoe and I-25. The original sports grill. You really just confused me on that, Reader. There's just so many different voices, so many different emotions. It wasn't just Jake. Four people did that read. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to test some different things. You know, I focused mainly on what voices you were doing than what you were saying. It's a subliminal message. You know, like that's kind of like how advertisers get you. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm trying to go for. I'm hoping the people at Jackson's can maybe boost our pay because of like how I'm going and attacking oh, the advertisers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Being yeah. unique and stuff. You know. All right, well, it worked with boot mechanics. It did work with boot mechanics. <laughs> it, it worked for them because they got six months of free advertising because we started having so much fun with their read. Uh, we threw out uh, you guys to ask questions to us. And uh, a couple of you sent some questions. Angry Ace. I don't. Does he go by Angry Ace? What does he go by? I, Angry Andy. Andy. Andy whatever. Angry his, Andy. I know his last name, but I won't say it because I don't think he wants it here. But Andy, everyone knows him on Buffs Twitter. Throughout two questions, uh, possible uh, attrition for CU basketball, and will it be awkward for the football team having a player in their 30s hanging around the team? Let's do uh, the football first, just because we've been on that. Uh, will it be awkward for the football player, uh, for the football team having a 30-year-old hanging around the team? And I'm gonna go with no. 
because... First, set, set the stage. Explain to the, oh, the okay, folks okay. at home. So the kicker the buffs got from Australia, who's going to be really good and really smart and really super good, uh, <laughs> is... <laughs> He actually probably super might good, get good, super smart, super good. He might actually get redshirted next year because of his drop time is so low or so uh, long. But either He's way, a kicker though, uh, not his drop time. His uh, how long it takes him to get set when the ball snapped. Okay. Either way, that's kind of what I heard. He'll be around for four or five years. He's he's a solid player. Um, when he's a redshirt senior, he could join all buffs because he'll be thirty-five. It's, wait, do you have to be 35 to join all buffs? Is that a it's, thing? It's an inside joke that the all buffers listening will understand. So they're going to lose wait, it. Wait, isn't he actually it. just 26 years old? No, he's 30. He's, he's actually 30? He's going to be 30 by the time he takes takes the field. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's the 30-year-old. Is it going to be weird for him to be around other guys? And I'm going to say no because I know Tyler Ziskin's turning 30 soon, and I hang out with him quite a bit. Uh, our guy Tyler Murray, same story. John Linus. <laughs> Melandra hung out with him for his 30th birthday in Vegas. <laughs> Uh, well, Melander's I mean, a different case. But using yes. those guys as the example, like, he's going to be pretty lame, but <laughs> he's not going to be hard to hang out with. <laughs> oh, it's fucked. Okay. Um, but, no, like, he's got some other guys, old dudes on the team. He's got Derek McCartney. He's got – Who else? Uh, the dude that took the Mormon mission. Sam Benyon? Yeah, I think. I um, think – I think it'll Jared be f- Bell could be around. Who knows? I mean, he honestly needs to en- entrench himself into the culture by coming in, getting a place, and just having a rager night one. Just, like, multiple kegs, a lot of underage drinking, all the – just check off all the college stuff. Oh, wow. He needs to be your friend uh, in high school that got somehow estranged from his parents and, like, just ha- lives at his own place and throws <laughs> yes. massive parties. Yes. Like, we all had that friend in high school. I like didn't. Your friend in high school whose, like, family went to India for the year and left <laughs> the house to him. Right. Exactly. Did you have a friend who went whose family went to India? Yeah. Actually, my parents were out of town for the last month of my senior year of high school. The entire last month. <laughs> Imagine. Oh Hilarity ensued. Yeah, I, my parents left for two weeks my senior year of high school and, uh, I didn't do anything, I swear to this day. My parents were out of town when I won the Frisbee State Championship. That won't happen for Nick Monroy, though. It was lit. Everyone's going to be there for Nick Monroy oh, when yeah. he wins the high school state Frisbee Maybe Championship. Maybe Jake will make a surprise appearance. Uh, I don't think Come that's in my budget. We'll have to talk to the higher-ups at BSN Frisbee. Um, <laughs> I'll bring the Don Perignon. I'll, I'll send a bottle of Andre, which, by the way, you still haven't given me a champagne shower. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be weird for him up. to hang out with younger guys. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. It's, it's probably. I don't know. Maybe He's for the be younger, 12 like 17. years older than some of the people in there. Yeah. He could be. Oh, I just realized Sam is younger than him. Like, there are people that could come on their, their official visits. Like, he could potentially be their dad. 30, 18. Like, you, could go on, you can go on a visit at, like, 16. Okay. It's true. You could have had so he, a kid when they were Well, yeah, by the 14. time he's a senior, yeah. Yeah, maybe he sure. knocked up, like, a 17-, 18-year-old girl at the age of 14. I mean, Kbion's going to have a kid that's, like, 16 when he's – Really? Yeah, Kbion's got, like, a 2-year-old girl. Yeah. Oh, She's when he's so 30. Yeah, when he's, cute. like – Yeah. Not now. That would be really weird. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. He's, he got, got ahead early. I think uh, it's going to be a little weird. There's probably going to be some awkward moments where they have to, like, explain to him what the nene is. I think Australia is weirder than, like, the whole Australia culture will probably be weirder than the 30-year-old culture. Maybe. And that's why it'll be There's weird. a big barrier here, yeah, like, a, like the Great Barrier Reef. I think, 
I think there's going to be a lot of things. It's going to be a little harder for him to adjust. But I think, I mean, football's football. They share that with each other. And I think it won't be that bad. I just think after practice in the locker room, he's just going to be like, Oh, he he's be, just going to be sitting uh, he, there mean, while, like, Shea Fields is, like, screaming at Bobo to start dancing. Right. I mean, like, he could be on an be island all there. by himself coming from Australia. Yeah, or, or a continent, you could say. Austria. <laughs> I don't think I can handle them this whole summer, guys. <laughs> I really don't. That's on you, Bob. Uh, if you go to Australia, it's the winter. <laughs> I want to throw something at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? Possible attrition for CU basketball. Yes, yes, yes. We have heard this uh, big time, actually. Uh, rumors piling around. Uh, can't report anything about who might leave or what because it's just rumors. But, yes, there are rumors of attrition. And uh, CU is out on the recruiting trail trying to recruit one more guard, possibly. Um, that does not mean a guard will be leaving, but that's what they are kind of seeking. Uh, and uh, they, they have, if you look at it right now, it looks like there's one scholarship opening up, but that's not the case because they're going to give that to Alexander Straitling, who walked on this year. Uh, I probably shouldn't do that, but that's okay. I'm going to keep it straight with you. I like Alex, so stop making fun of him. Okay. Why don't you like Alex? I, I have no problems with the kid personally. I just don't think he's good at basketball. I, don't, I won't say anything about his basketball skills because uh, I don't want to say anything mean, but uh, I like him. He's a nice guy. Uh, anyways. But do nice guys deserve scholarships for basketball teams? Uh, if they did, I would be the star. star In the sense of you're player. a nice guy, but you're not very good at basketball. Right. I'd be the star basketball player <laughs> if that was us. Uh, but, yeah, so. So nice there's stuff going on that we can't talk about? It's not for basketball. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm the one that knows the thing, the rumors, yeah. so it's kind of weird for me to talk about. But what I'll say, I mean, what I can say is that the, there are rumors, rumors. Yeah. And, and, that I can and that they're that recruiting rumors. a guard. Right. Uh, so that's about it. Uh, that's all I can say. But uh, I will say uh, Deshaun Schwartz dropped his mixtape today on YouTube, and that was fun to watch. He averaged 25 points a game this year. Damn, I was uh, hoping you meant like an actual mixtape. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> I was like, wait, really? Why did highlight tapes become mixtapes, by the way? I think it just sounds better. I don't think so. It confuses people who yeah. don't know with music. I thought he all of a sudden was a rapper. Yeah. Who knows? You know. I still love the fact that his name is Deshaun Schwartz. Because like usually people named Schwartz have a first name of like Jacob. Jesse. If you know where I'm going with this. Jesse Schwartzenberg. Yeah. I literally know a guy named Jesse Schwartzenberg. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, Deshaun Schwartz is from Colorado and if you're from Colorado and you are looking for a safe come by to the Colorado Safe Outlet they have the largest selections of safes in Colorado don't waste your time at big box retailers looking at safes that don't suit your needs I don't even know what a big box retailer is because I like, only go to Colorado <laughs> Safe Outlet is that like Home Depot where they just sell like random do they sell safes at Home Depot I think so. they sell everything at Home Depot well you got a oh, and Home Depot just got a free read on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Allie. Sorry, this is about Colorado Safe Outlet. I'm just saying, I'm not saying Colorado Safe Outlet isn't. I bet it's better because <laughs> it's only four locks, <laughs> safes. <laughs> Guys, I just went to a concussion meeting. What's the difference meetings. between a safe and a lock? Like a difference between a safe, safe like, is a box. You mean a lock box? No. So here, hear me out. So anything can become a safe if you have a lock, <laughs> right? That's true. So I wasn't wrong. Isn't that true? 
Anything yes. can become a safe if you have a lock. I just said yeah, I it's like any pizza is no, a personal no pizza if you're yeah. ambitious enough. Right, exactly. I just said I went to a concussion meeting as if it was like an AA for <laughs> concussions. <laughs> and both of you just Hi, I'm probably Ali that. <laughs> I'm like, Ali Monroy. I hit my head anonymous. <laughs> um, I just went to a concussion doctor's appointment, so my brain's a little rattled. And now you understand why she doesn't like our puns. She's hit her head a lot. No, I think normal people just don't like your puns. Instead, come to Colorado Safe Outlet where an expert will set you up with what exactly what you need. No more, no less. Once you pick the perfect safe, they'll deliver it to your home fast and easy. Check them out online at coloradosafeoutlet.com or visit one of their two locations in Centennial and Stapleton. I don't know why it said and Stapleton the entire time, but why would you go to two different Colorado Safe Outlets? That That's like bad branding on their part, I think, or whoever wrote Is this. Is that like an outlet store that's like a paired off of Colorado Safe? Like there's Colorado Safe, and then there's the Colorado, Colorado Safe outlet. outlet store. But like, but like, I feel like that's bad because it's like, ah, no, we only sell this specific type of safes in Centennial, and then we've got different. Spe- Maybe you can types go to Colorado Safe Outlet, and they could let you know. I am a journalist. I have nothing that needs to be locked. <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> I have zero money. Thank you so much for reminding me. Uh, do you put money in a safe? I thought you put that in like a bank. You can put coins. Chime in, chime in. Let us know what you put in safes. Like, I'm pretty sure you put, like, important documents, you maybe put, like, a gun. Diamond, Do you think bracelets. they. Mm, but, like, wouldn't you want, like, your safe to be fireproof at that point, too, then? Like, so. Well, like, most of car and safe outlets' safes are fireproof. Ah, now that's the selling point. Most safes are fireproof. I've never had a safe. Doesn't it sound like I have a person that's never owned a safe? But it's just kind of common sense. I've Chime in, folks. Let us know what's in your <laughs> safe and maybe the combination if you want to share that, too. <laughs> I've always been more of an out guy than a safe guy, personally. Oh, God. Mm. That was a bad one. That was bad. Can we get a safe for Allie to put her head in? <laughs> F oh, you. I just got to look. <laughs> uh, we've got another question coming to us on the BSN Buffs podcast, this time from... Uh, I want to get your name. Uh, shoot. Uh. Jordan Denning. Boom. Is Jokic the truth? We're watching the Nuggets game here at the Blake Street Tavern. Jokic. Jokic? It's Jokic until we decide he's the truth, and then we will pronounce his name right. Is he the truth? Yes. Then it's Jokic. 100% the truth. Actually, we're at Blake Street Tavern right now watching the Nuggets as they take on the Blazers. Huge game. It is a huge game. Yeah, as you can hear, it's going crazy in here. Um but actually, Jokic and Nurkic, who used to both be Nuggets, now facing off against each other. It's a really entertaining. You can tell both of them have that little extra edge uh, as the itch king will be determined tonight. But great game. Jokic is real. Uh, I had to. Uh, we, Ali and I made it over to the Nuggets game the other night to see him in person. He had an awful game. The Nuggets were terrible. And yeah, it was, that was a extremely rough bad and not good. So the but Nuggets are scratching for a win tonight. Exactly. No, yeah, Jokic is the truth for sure. He's a great player. He just makes plays in any way he can. And he's really, really entertaining to watch. So I do believe he is the truth. He's no joke. Oh, but he actually isn't the truth because that's Paul Pierce, which is totally different. I want every player that gets injured to end up in a wheelchair. Just what? for like, no, 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 like not, <laughs> not like actually in a wheelchair, but like to end up in a wheelchair for five minutes and be like, nah, I'm good. And then That's to be what like, Paul Pierce did. Yeah, mm. Paul Pierce did that in the playoffs one year. He like sprained his ankle and he like, he's in a wheelchair at halftime. And then he came back and like dropped 20. Oh, wow. 
anyway, yeah. Yeah. We got one more question, I believe. Uh, women's lacrosse team, number four. That's not a That's question. Not a question. <laughs> thank you. But yes. as journalists, we are familiar with seeing questions that aren't really questions. Like, Ryan. Talk about. Talk about being the number four <laughs> lacrosse team in the nation. Or, Ryan. Women's lacrosse? Women's <laughs> number four? Why didn't I get asked a question in a weird way? Allie, your feelings on the number four women's lacrosse team. Speak to the number four lacrosse team. Uh, Allie, your emotions on the Colorado lacrosse team being number four. That's Allie, can you describe? Well, but, like, none of these are, like, actually questions. They're just, like, no, what wait, you, like, No, wait, someone say. asked during the spring game, like, so, how was it? The spring game. Yeah, that was a question. <laughs> and Mac is just, like, yeah. Uh, okay. See, that's what I would always do. <laughs> can you uh, or talk about uh, Nicole Jokic? Uh, well, he's a guy. Uh, he has brown hair, <laughs> brown eyes. We've seen a lot of the bad da- questions. The and daily this is camera would literally never get a quote again. <laughs> literally, Jacob Southerd, you can be a journalist now. Congrats. What Congrats on the good he question. He said women's lacrosse. Number four. Hashtag four. But oh, I yeah. thought you were going to read the one about me. I didn't get a question about you. Yeah, we did. We did? We came I, in from Angry Andy. Oh, well, I didn't like that, so I didn't read it. <laughs> wow. But it was about me hating puns. Either way, the Colorado women's lacrosse team ranked number four. I think they're ranked uh, in the top five in three of the four women's lacrosse polls. They are undefeated, and they are unbelievable. Why are there four women's lacrosse polls? I think there's the like, Nike poll. There's the Cascade. Cascade poll. There's the IWLCA poll. <laughs> you made that up. No, it's something like that. <laughs> the but point is, here, but like you've got like the AP you, poll, you the coaches weird, poll. But no, but in in college football this year, I found out how many polls there are because the buffs kept getting ranked in them. There was like the Super 16 poll. There's like, like random polls. There's like 15 college football polls, but they only use like three of them. Okay, well, Only let's just choose really one matter. that's the main one, and then that will be the I think the one. Cascade poll is the one. The bus have been ranked number four in that for, like, the past three weeks. You know how I know John Butchergrass is awesome? He just started making his own Twitter. Like, he started tweeting out his college hockey rankings every week, and now, like, college hockey teams legitimately put the Butchergrass poll. Okay, here's my question, and I hope one of you can answer this. One of Let's, us or one of the one of you two. listeners? Oh. Let's say... How many games are left? I think they have two home games left. I think I remember hearing that. So, is there a chance they yeah, could they like two home games host a couple of playoff games? Like, where are the playoffs? Women's lacrosse. Yeah, where's the tournament played? I'll uh, I'll talk to my people on that one. Okay, because what I'm saying here is the average CU fan, if let I'm assuming there'll be a one seed in the tournament. Like, I'm down to go watch that. I know women's lacrosse isn't the most scintillating sport on the planet. Fun fact, that's the first sport I got a concussion in. (laughs) But I'm down to watch a CU team play play their way towards a national title. And Plus just being outside, like in um, on Kittredge Field, that's right. always right. A fun it's not run. like it's like the ski team where you have to go up to Eldora. It's yeah, it's right campus. there. Get right. To see like, the I'm down to watch irons. them chase. Chase? Chase, chase a how? national title. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about Chase Howell all of a sudden? Um, I think they have two last games. I'm not sure who they're against. I guess we, we could, could we could look Anyways, it up. Anyways, this, this is a memo to see you. 
market this team better. I'll probably come watch them if you do. Like, I even forget. I live across the street, and I'm just like, all the time, I'm like, oh, there's a game going on. They started tweeting about it. I never remember that there's a game, though. Right. No, and they're actually, I've heard, really sick to watch. Yeah, I've gone to two of their games. Um, like, uh, the average person doesn't realize how crazy it is that they've only been in existence for four years, and they're ranked fourth in the, the country. The only two th takes that I have on women's lacrosse, because I played it, I can say this, is that if you get anywhere close to a player, it's um, a penalty on shooting space, which pisses me off. And there just isn't that much more Jake's action. used to getting a penalty for getting too close to a girl. Happens like every oh, night. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, um, yeah, that's actually accurate with my current situation. Yeah. Hey. Anyways, that's just a little bit frustrating to me. I guess it's more frustrating because I played it, so I noticed it so much. And then also, after the whistle is blown, you cannot move, which I guess is another thing if you played that was really what, frustrating. What, it's like freeze tag? So when the yeah. whistle blows, you can't move. <laughs> you have to drop your, like, you drop your, uh, no, if you there's don't a drop timeout, you have to drop your stick, though. Yeah, so you're literally only allowed to stay in the same place. And I played soccer, too, at the same time I played lacrosse, and I would always forget that. And the refs would, like, yell at me because you have to stay exactly where you are. You're not allowed to move. So Which it's like really freeze weird. tag, but you can't tag anyone. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, so I'm in basically I'm you just freeze. <laughs> we, uh, on one of these summer pods, we got to talk about uh, games that kids played that we should bring back as adults. Like tag, for instance. Tag is not one of those games because no. tag sucks. What was that game that you? Pickle. No. Pickle's a great Pickle game. Pickle should be brought back as adults. What about Flag. smear the queer? Oh, that was a good Flag. one. Except well, I think we gotta adjust the name on yeah, that. Yeah, we have to make it politically correct. Help. What? Flag. What was it? Flag. flag capture the flag. Capture the. Yes, dude. You knew it. <laughs> Me and my friends had a dope capture the flag lead when we were like that eight was to seventeen. Sick. We would like, play like in the dark like, with like light up balls. It was. Like, it's fun to do when you go camping. Right. I don't see why not. You can't do this when you're like holding a beer. You can. Well, it's funny because as you get older, you realize like every idea you ever have involves drinking. <laughs> <laughs> like oh 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 right like we I should get say drunk that without drinking you, like <laughs> like we should get drunk and play capture the flag like why can't you just play it it's still fun but I do agree it's always more fun when you add alcohol but it's Sharks funny how that nose. works it could be more fun <laughs> if you added marijuana as well and that's why Life Flower Dispensary in Glendale just south of Denver serves medical and recreational marijuana until midnight they're a one stop like shop and have something for everyone. <laughs> Whether you're a smoker or prefer to use topical treatments for severe pain, Life Flower carries a huge variety of edibles infused sodas, concentrates flour, and a carry glass, too. Check out their menu at weedmaps.com for specific strains and price details, or just show up to Life Flower off lead sale. Now, I've never, full disclosure, I've never been to Life Flower, but I guarantee you if you go in there and you're like, yo, I need something to like spice up a game of Capture the Flag, they'll be like, oh, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> we got this strain over here. Like, it's really like heady, which will like help you hide the flag in the right spot. And, like, it'll really give you energy to, like, look for that flag, you know? Like, all you'll know is, like, that flag, and you and the flag will become one. Oh, wow. Felt like you started out, who's, who's that black comedian? Cat, Cat Williams. I felt like you started that out, like, Cat Williams. Like, hey, hey, hey. Like, hey, boo-boo. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Dave Chappelle went into Cat Williams in his stand-up. It was amazing. Uh, anyways, that wraps up the BSN Buffs podcast, the first summer pod. Uh, they're all off the rails from here, so just keep shooting us things you want us to talk about and whatnot. Seriously, we'll let us know. We'll talk about answer it. questions. I always Do love giving activities? a relationship advice, so bring it. Dr. RK? Yes. Well, uh, send us your questions. 
message, dear RK. We'll have a love line. We'll get a love line on the podcast. Maybe we'll get a love line Twitter. Honestly, no, we could really do that. I could give you a girl's perspective on things. I could give you There's the guys worst per- perspective. On I could things. give you the worst perspective on things. So Jake possible. will give you advice, and then you just do the opposite of it. <laughs> Allie, what's my biggest problem when asking girls out? He asks girls like 30 minutes before he wants to go do something. Yep, like, and he, it's always like something like you need to plan for. Yeah, so it's like, like hey, a concert. Yep. He was talking about asking a girl out. He's done it before about how he asked a girl out at midnight the day before the concert out That's of nowhere. Plenty of no. Well, I. No. But just never text someone for a date after midnight. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of problems. Anyways, that wraps up the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.